yeah, what's going on? How the, how the, how the fuck is everybody? How the fuck is everybody? Uh, thank you for all the birthday wishes for my wife. We've already got loads of birthday wishes for my beautiful wife, Shada. It's her birthday today, right? How many women you know are cool with you, like, live streaming, doing your podcast on their birthday? It's not even a question with Charlotte because she's so, so right or die because she's the matriarch of meaning. She's the mother of Hercules. She's the wife of the Don. She's a bad motherfucker. And it's her birthday. Happy birthday, baby. I love you. Yeah. 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 Hey, what up? Jared Saavedra says Dune Wave was dope in Sam's Club shopping, waiting to go live. Woo, woo, woo. Yo, that, see, that was like the first comment that was left. No shit. The first comment was more Dune Wave in the works. See? Hey, comic book girl 19 over there, who says happy birthday, Charlotte. People, the first thing people are talking about in the chat over here on YouTube is more Dune, Dune, Dune. What do you mean? Meanwhile, comic book girl 19 says still on that What's Way 4. Yeah, you bad motherfucker. Um, yeah, five coming soon. Five coming soon. Uh, four has already been out, like, I think it's four weeks. I think four is four weeks old. In internet, does that not feel like years? It honestly feels like years since Dune, since, uh, since Dune Wave, uh, since What's Wave 4 came out. That feels like a fucking long time ago. Fucking long time ago. Oh my God. Oh my God. Anyway, yeah. So, um, Comic Book Girl 19, aka Danica, aka Danica, aka Donica, Donica, aka Donica. Oh shit. Donica. Maybe that's what the joint thing should be called. Don Icar. Anyway. Uh, I need you to get your Dune bars ready. We need to get that Dune Wave sequel done in the next week or so, I think. I think so. So get ready. What up, everyone else over on Instagram? Private Runner, L-Star, all, all sorts of bad motherfuckers over there. Hi, you cutie side piece. We're broadcasting live on Instagram. That's, uh, and I mean uh, YouTube. I'm facing YouTube. And I'm waving to the side of Instagram. And the podcast people, they're listening in the future. And uh, shouts out to them. What up, everybody locks in? Eccentric Naturalist, Jay Wiley, Sean Anderson, Jess Para, Zach Ryson, my guy, YouTube hero, Alex, holding down the mod tools. He's there with the wrench. He's there kicking out uh, swine. I mean, we, we have such an incredible community, by the way. I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, the Rogan track, I dropped this Rogan track last Friday, right? Last Friday. Uh, the like to dislike ratio on that is fucking unheard of. I'm going to check that out again now to see if it's changed. But I, last time I looked at that, it was like 500 likes and zero dislikes. Zero. Zero. Let's have a look at it now. 646 likes, zero dislikes. It still says zero dislikes. I don't think that's, has that ever happened in the history of fucking YouTube? It's like nearly like 7k views or something. And, uh, Zero dislikes. Oh my god, it's amazing. People are always like, "Oh man, why is your why is everyone in your comment section so nice?" I thought this was YouTube. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We're just we're just a beautiful bunch of humans over here, baby, and it's a beautiful thing. And I appreciate all of you. How these Instagram guys? They're also really nice. They're also really nice. What up, Drew Magoo says, "All right, la, Red Dead too soon." God, I miss Red Dead Redemption. Was the shit. I know, right? I know, right? I had a song. For those of you who don't know, I had a song that went uh, called Lord I Miss Red Dead Redemption. It was about how I missed being in Red Dead Redemption. One of, the, one of my favorite experiences in life was Red Dead Redemption. Uh, me and wifey played that together before Hercules was born. She used to uh, collect the outfits and pick flowers and shit and gamble. And uh, I would hunt bears mainly and make giant bear piles. And it was a fucking wonderful, wonderful time. It really was. It was a wonderful time. Anyway, Red Dead 2 is coming in October, and uh, I'm just going to become a professional Twitch streamer. I might get into that, like, nude Twitch streaming thing so I can get, like, porno bucks and I can get the, uh, the gaming bucks at the same time. Yeah, how do we feel about that? How do we feel about that? Yeah. Uh, sh okay, so we need to answer a lot of questions. Uh, what? Are, yeah, okay. Be nice to everyone all the time. Good point. Ramiro, good point. Carl Wiggum says you just jinxed it. No, man, I've been talking about this crazy ratio all week. All week. Zero dislikes. 600-something likes on YouTube. I, don't, I mentioned it already, and someone went on there and, like, pressed a thumbs down, but then they undid it. They undid it. And by this point, look, it's been a week. It's been nearly a week. It's been nearly a week. So, uh, anyway. Uh, I think maybe the Elon album might beat that. I can't see how anyone could dislike the Elon album. It's a goddamn masterpiece. So, uh, yeah, we shall see. Anyway, 
Uh, oh, High Ranking is in the building. Shouts out to High Ranking. High Ranking runs Ranking Audio, uh, premier record label, sample pack label. My debut sample pack came out on Ranking Audio very recently. If you haven't checked that out, you should check that the fuck out. That's basically the best lo-fi sample pack of all time. Of all time. Of all time. And uh, yo, the royalties came through for that this week. And we are big balling in Chicago. Let me tell you, we are big balling in Chicago. I'm going out there. I'm buying a truck. I'm buying a hoverboard. Fucking yes, yes, yes. And uh, starting work on Sample Pack Volume 2. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are, 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 are. People asking about that Elon Musk wave out there. Yo, yo, I played a, played a little bit of it just at the beginning of this show, and it's amazing. So there, I'll play a little bit of it again. I'm just going to play like three seconds of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Optimistic and wrong. Pessimistic and right. Uh, it's it's a beautiful album. Uh, High Ranking says he just bought two Teslas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you bad motherfucker. That's the right thing to do. I'm going to buy four. Yo, let's all buy Teslas. Tesla gang up in this hoe. Watch me drive that down the road. Woo! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Romero Gandolfo says, watching Ask Akira, while Akira the Don plays quietly in the background. Inception of fandom. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Hope that you're as proud as I am. Uh, Kieran, Kieran Dudley, ever consider making music out of philosophical audiobooks? Yes, is the answer. Yes. Yes. High Ranking says just smashing some steak while watching. Yo, Ranking, I've got to ask you. I've been meaning to ask you privately, but I'll ask you publicly since you're locked in. Are you on the carnivore diet now? Last time I saw you, you were kind of interested that I was and you were thinking about it or something, right? All I'm saying, because I've been watching your live streams and you look good, my guy. You look good. Your face is all chiseled and shit. Like you've, you've got this face that looks like someone drew it. You look like uh, a really good American comic book artist from like 1993 drew your face. Uh, yeah, so I'm wondering, I'm wondering, I'm wondering. Node, will you make a single for more powerful than you think? It's my favorite. Yes, I will. I'm doing singles and doing videos for every track from JBP Wave Genesis. Every track. We've got one dropping today for, uh, which one's dropping today? Shit, I can't remember. One's dropping today. I was up till fucking two in the morning doing the video for it. God damn it. Uh, and yeah, it's dropping. <laughs> uh, which one was it? Which one was it? More than who you are. That's it. More than who you are. More than you are. High ranking is on the carnivore diet. That makes sense. Everyone I know who's gone on the carnivore diet looks like a superhero. It's crazy. It's like, look at my beautiful chiseled face. Look at this jawline. Look at these cheeks. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I saw a little interview with uh, Neil Gaiman that he was talking about a photo shoot he did where he has cheekbones in it. He says to achieve those cheekbones, he had to clench and bite on his cheeks for three hours and he fucked up the inside of his mouth and he couldn't eat for two weeks. All you had to do, Neil Gaiman, was just eat some steaks and you'd have been, you wouldn't have had to go through all that shit. Daniel says, Akira, do you speak Spanish? The answer is no. The answer is no. I do not speak Spanish. I speak a bit of Welsh. I speak English. That's about it. Ramiro says, Akira, where are you from? I'm from uh, the UK. My grand, well, I mean, I'm from all over. My grandfather was Polish. I was born in West Bromwich and I grew up in Wales. And now I live in Los Angeles and it's a beautiful place. Yes, it is. Hey, what up, Instagram side piece? You know I love to neglect you. <laughs> Yo, Run the Monks has been on your what's way for the past few days. Had it on repeat. That's because you're smart. That's because you're smart and wise. And I'm pretty sure your ancestors are very proud of you. And they're glad that they went through all the pain and suffering that they went through in order that you get to exist right here at the peak of human civilization, listening to Akira the Don's What's Wave Records. You bad motherfucker. All right, we're going to take some questions. And uh, I'm going to go first to the Patreon questions. Shouts out to everyone who's on the Patreon. We've had a Patreon for a week now, just over a week, I believe it is. And uh, it's doing really good. So, yeah. It's really cool, and I've been really enjoying it. I'm using it like like I used to do my blog. I'm blogging on there every day, been posting exclusive shit, like uh, posting wallpapers, posting blogs. Uh, people, we currently we currently have a poll running to decide what the sub genre, the wave sub genre title for Elon Musk's wave is. That's going on. Anyway, so for Keen, he says. Uh, regarding the fact that it's my wife's birthday and here we are. Amazing that your wife is that supportive of Akira. Lots of love and thanks to her. Yeah. 
We know you couldn't provide us with the inspirational art you do every day without her support. This is true. Question, what advice do you have for people in your wife's position who have loved ones that are artists and sometimes need to make sacrifices to help them fulfill their purpose? I'd love to hear from her on a Q&A or a full podcast sometime. Her faith in you is absolutely inspirational and what I hope to find in my future wife. Yeah, I know, right? Honestly, I hope and pray that you can all find uh, a future wife uh, or a future husband uh, like what I have. Because, uh, yeah, she's amazing. She's like my fucking, we're, we're a team. We're a team. We're doing this thing together. And uh, that was the thing. That's when it changed. Because I used to kind of view us as kind of like separate in a way. Like I was doing my work and she was doing her thing or whatever. And And we were, and yeah, but since I've changed my thinking and it's like we are a team and everything is us, it's become that. It is that. And it's, it's a wonderful thing. And it's a wonderful thing to be able to go through life with a, a partner, uh, with, a, you know, as a team, as a family, as a dynasty. It's a dynasty. That's how I view it. We're like a dynasty. We're like, um, you know, like, I was thinking, like, here I am on, on the day of my wife's birthday. And the voice in my head was fucking Don Corleone or whatever. Like, here we are on the day of my daughter's wedding. The day of my daughter's wedding. And it's like that. It's a fucking dynasty, right? We're a fucking mob family. We're out here in the future. Uh, we're going to Mars. Hercules is going to Mars. We're all going to Mars. It's a sick thing, man. It's a sick thing. But as far as advice for people in my wife's position, I wouldn't give that. I would, I would let, allow my wife to do that. And she said she'll, she, uh, she has agreed to come on the podcast at some point in the near future. So we can talk about that. But, you know, you just got to be down, man. You got to be down. It's like if you're going to get with someone, if you're going to get married to someone, you can't be thinking about changing them. That's stupid. You can't be think, expecting that they're going to, like, you know, not be the biggest, brightest version of them possible. The idea should be that you guys work together to be the biggest, brightest version of yourselves that you can be as a unit, as a family, as a dynasty going forward into space and time, right? The idea that it should be that you help each other to be the greatest version of you, of your potential, of your potential, possible. All right, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to be. Anything less is pointless. Anything less is uh, is evil. Anything less is is an insult. It's an insult to your ancestors. You got to remember the ancestors. You got to remember all those people who fought and died in big piles on the ground. They got sick. They got cholera. They got their legs amputated. Like they got their eyeballs poked out. They ate really weird like leaves that made them sick because they didn't know what they were doing. Like they did some fucked up shit just so you could get squirted out relatively recently and be here, here at the peak of recorded human civilization, 2018 AD, year of the Lord, King of Kings, fucking temple of the gods, motherfucker. We here, right? So think of all those people who went through all that shit so that you could be here and you're going to squander that potential on someone who doesn't really like care enough to allow you to be the best version of yourself and help you to be the best version of yourself and help you to help them to be the best version of themselves. Fuck that. How dare you? How disrespectful. Holy shit. Yo, yo. What up, Tales of Norbella over on my side piece Instagram says dropping truths. That's all we fucking do. That's all you can do, man, because anything else is disrespectful to the ancestors. All right? So, yeah. Shouts out to the ancestors. Uh, I think of you every day, and I love you. And, um, and you know, also think of your living ancestors, man. Think about your nan. I dropped a fucking tear this week. My nan, she's 95. Uh, she's in a she's she's a bad motherfucker. She ain't going nowhere. She's still getting uh, barred from shops for hitting people with breadsticks and shit of that nature. But she's in a lot of pain now. Like, her neck's all fucked up, and she's in a lot of pain all day, every day. And they gave her these drugs, and uh, the drugs stuck, made her hallucinate. And she was seeing like fingers like creeping over the top of the door and shit, and it was freaking her out. So she couldn't take them. So she just sits there in fucking pain all the time. And I was like, huh, you know, I live in California. We got, we got a, we've got a civilized thing going on out here where it's like, if you're in pain, you can just legally buy weed-related products and then you're not in pain anymore. So uh, I looked into this shit and uh, a homie of mine makes this CBD oil for his girlfriend's mama. Well, him and his girlfriend make it together. And uh, that apparently really helps her. So he gave me some of this shit and I sent it to my nan. And my mom sent me a message saying she got it this week. The, like yesterday or whatever and she put it on and she had no pain for two hours uh, and like I dropped a fucking like a tear just it came it raised up out of the middle of my head and uh, appeared and went bloop like that it's like damn and she's like oh how often can I use it because she's a bit scared that she can't use it too often or whatever it's like now you can use that shit all day so I'm really happy because my nan doesn't have to be in pain how about that 
And, uh, you know, my nan, she my living ancestor. She went through a lot of shit. Like, she went, she was in a war. She was in a war. Hercules said to me on the way to the studio, Dad, when will America have another war? I was like, I'm, what, 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 why? He's like, I want to be in a war, Dad. I want to fight in a war. I was like, why? He's like, so I can practice to be strong and a warrior and I can kick Troy in the balls. <laughs> Troy's one of his best friends. Troy's his best friend who's like a, a stronger than him. <laughs> Um, anyway, I was like, Hercules, I don't think there will be another war. I don't think there'll be another war. I think we're post-war. I think we're post-war. We don't need to war anymore. It's like back in the day, you would, uh, you know, there'd be like, you could run up in a country and steal all their shit and take them over and impose your way of life upon them. And that'd be cool. But you just can't do that shit anymore. You can't hold it. ISIS tried it. They failed. You just can't fucking hold it. You're better off doing stuff by a persuasion or, uh, you know, fucking cyber hacking or whatever the fuck but i don't think i don't think we're gonna have another war uh maybe there'll be a space war you know but i think we're getting into into star trek territory i think that's where we are so there anyway uh boom boom what up gang what up chat room what up everybody locked in on the youtube how are you doing you bad motherfuckers look at all you guys look at you cuties look at you just scrolling by in a stream john lewis favorite movies and songs of the 21st century yo i'm pretty sure all of mine are great uh, I watched Revolver the other day. That's really good. Some I watched that. Someone suggested I watch it or mentioned it in the chat the other week. I watched it. See, I listened to you guys. Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, turns out it's about uh, a lot of stuff that What's Wave 4 was about and What's Wave 2 was about. And it's also about the Kabbalah, it would appear. And weirdly, I watched it. And then the next day, it was Jewish New Year. Anyway, that's a really good movie. Very slept on. Slept on. Slept on movie. Uh, Lars says, hey, Akira, love your work. Are you planning on making any more JVP waves soon? Well, I'm pretty sure an album came out two weeks ago, and I'm pretty sure I've been dropping singles almost every day. But yes, there will be more. There will be more. Don't you worry. There will be more. JVP Wave 7 is the next JVP Wave project. So there you go. Frank Horncheck says, tell CBG19 to get a Discord. Yo, I think I did. Uh, Comic Book Girl, if you're still over there on Instagram, get a Discord. You should. I got a Discord. It's amazing. I love my Discord. I look, I pop in there. I look in the meme section. It's popping. There's a there's a channel called the Path where people are helping each other stay strong and like be the best versions of themselves. Everyone there is really safe. It's like a wonderful community. It's a wonderful thing. I'm very very proud of it. I love everyone in there. I'm very proud of you guys. And if you're not in the Discord, join the Discord. The link is in the description. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So uh, yeah, go over there. It's great. Anthony D Page over on Patreon. Thank you, Anthony D. Page. If you're not on the Patreon, join the Patreon. Join the Patreon. Join the Patreon. It's a beautiful thing. It's really inspiring me to be even more productive. It's ridiculous. Anyway, here's my question. Your past material has been cross-platform, witty, lyrical, and fun. Oh, thanks. What was the event, circumstances, or paradigm shift in your life that led you to not only be hyper-productive, but to create such voluminous output that is entirely uplifting, positive, and aiming to inspire good out of people? Well, that's thank you for that observation because that's true. That's what I'm doing. And uh, thank you for being here. And also thank you for being a patron. It's very nice. It's very helpful. Uh, yeah. Holy shit, by the way. 500 members in the Discord now. We've got 500 members in the Discord. That's sick. That's like, imagine 500 bad motherfucking, like, aligned, uh, self-actualized, fucking meaningful motherfuckers running up on you in a fucking dark alleyway. Oh, shit. Yo. Gang. Uh, anyway, yeah, back to that question. The event, the event. Yeah, Charlotte was saying this earlier. We're like, holy shit, man. Like, think of us like five years ago. Like, I was working my dick off all day every day, but I was like, but I wasn't focused like this and it wasn't working like this. And like, it's really weird. What it was, was um, five years ago, Hercules came into this world. Hercules, the Don, came into this world. Hercules! Hercules, come and say hi. Yo. Frank Horncheck, you are right. Wholesomeness is the new punk. Wholesomeness is the new punk. Hey, it's Hercules. What up, Herky? Say hi to everybody. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, look at all these people. This is Hercules, and yeah, this is what inspired me to uh, go ham and uh, do all this stuff, because it was important to me to be the best version of myself I could possibly be, so that he would be inspired to be the best version of himself. I can't be sitting around being a half-assed me with a beer gut, uh, not realizing all my dreams and shit. I have to be the best, best me. So it's like, yeah, he was like barely, he couldn't even walk. And I was like, right, we're moving to America. Let's go in. Let's go be the greatest us as we can be. 
And now here's Hercules being the best him he can be. What are you doing, Herc? What are you up to? Just chilling. Hercules wants to make uh, a song today. What song do you want to do? Bendy rap. Well, speaking to that. Bendy rap. What's a bendy rap? What's bendy? A little demon. <laughs> Dad, post a picture to one of your fans, all of your fans. Post them a picture of what? Of Bendy? Yeah. They'll know Bendy soon. We're going to teach them. That's what we're going to do with the wave. We're going to make a Bendy. That's, oh, here you go. Uh, boom. Exclusive. You're hearing it here first. Coming soon on uh, in the Meaning Wave universe, Bendy and the Ink Machine. Yes, today we're going to make it. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Hercules is just, all Hercules does is listens to Bendy and the Ink Machine songs. And uh, sings him and jumps up and down and runs around the place. He's obsessed. Uh, so, I'm yeah. I'm an actor. What? I'm an actor. You're an actor? Okay. He's, apparently he's an actor now. So there you go. But yeah, that, that's the answer to your question right there. This little guy over here is the answer to your question. Hercules came along and uh, so, then suddenly there's no way I can't go 100%, 150%, 1,000%. There's no way I can't go all the way in when he's out here. Uh, Keep things out your mouth. When he's out here chewing Lego. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's up. That is what is up. Uh, JT962 over on uh, Instagram says, proud of you, Hercules. Marilyn also says, a little demon. Oh. Uh, Marilyn also says, so beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. They say, you're beautiful. Uh, no one can see you when you sat there. Come over here. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni DiBella says, super awesome name. Classic. Edward Riggins says, that bendy wave. Orchestra says, awesome. Uh, Wait, Jasper bendy. says, powerful Herc. Giovanni says, hey, Hercules, great name. Yeah, it looks like they know, some of them know bendy. Uh, if you know bendy the ink machine, uh, drop some emojis in the chat room. Hercules will see that. I'm sure oh, he'll dig it. There isn't a bendy emoji. Where you can make one. You can make one. You're right, yeah. I have an app on my iPad where you can make an emoji, and I made a boldy emoji and a bendy emoji. <laughs> there you go. There you go. If you're a fan of Pop-Tarts, please buy one. A Pop-Tart? You want a Pop-Tart? Yeah. Why do you want a Pop-Tart? I had never had one before. Yeah, they burn the inside of your mouth off. You don't want a Pop-Tart. Pop-Tarts are safe. Pop-Tarts is like, that's poison. You don't need that in your life. Uh, what you do need to do is answer some questions. All right, Callum says, how do you think you've changed with moving country? Manchester born and bred, but I've lived in New Zealand for the last decade. I've not rejected rejected either nationality, but include both into my identity. Do you think it has influenced you? Happy birthday to your wife. Hey, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, living in America, I have allowed myself to be imbued with the beautiful... Uh, I mean, I was always optimistic and, and sort of a happy fellow, an optimistic chap. Uh, but the American sort of like, you know, sky is the limit. In fact, there is no limit. Like, the American optimism, the American dream has fully infected me, and I've allowed it to fully fully infect me so yeah i'm very influenced by that i'm very influenced by the uh, the american can-do attitude and that's really helped me to uh really you know infuse my life with that level of uh of of work ethic and uh drive drive yes drive no dinner network says will you be doing another jordan peterson album have you considered jordan as a modern day alchemist combining science and religion seeking the spiritual gold in our world of lead Thanks again. Yeah, there will be another Peterson album. There will be an, uh, another album. The album format really suits it. And there will be another one. I've, in fact, I've already started work on it. In fact, I've already done a few songs on it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, AM says, Pop-Tarts are dope. Deep Dive says, yes, Pop-Tarts are poison. And uh, Edward Riggins says, Limitless. So there you go, Herky. There you go. Pop-Tarts are good for you. No, they're not. No, they're not. Don't listen to that guy. Yeah, but some are. Some um, are like nuts that are good for you. What? Some Pop-Tarts like nuts Yeah. that are good for you. Really? Yeah. Where did you hear that? Because there's um, people do challenges and they see which Pop-Tart is the yummiest. <laughs> and if they have a nutty one, it's the bad one. But if they have a... Um, if they have a, a Pop-Tart that has um, a tiny, tiny bit of cream in the uh, um, nut, it's a good Pop-Tart. Okay, thanks for that. Knowledge from Hercules. Knowledge from Hercules. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to Jay Wiley's question. Uh, 
no, sorry, Nigel in the Networks question. Yes, I do consider Jordan as a modern-day alchemist. And I've spoken before about alchemical work, and there have been certain alchemical works. Stanley Kubrick was an alchemist. Hello. Yes. Stanley Kubrick was an alchemist and had a number of alchemical works. 2001 A Space Odyssey was an alchemical work. It changed all that saw it. Almost everyone that saw it was changed. Changed forever. And uh, Peterson's work is changing people. I've, I witness it. I witness it, changing people radically. I get hundreds of messages a day from people. And a lot of those messages are from people who've been listening to JBP Wave and it's changed their life. Uh, and they, they say that it's changed their life. It's, they've, they've quit drugs or they've uh, got a job or they've got themselves a woman or they've, sort of, they've got themselves fit or they've sorted out. They, there's something. It's, every day it's crazy. Now, uh, now, you know, we talk about imagining if everyone sorted themselves out. Imagine that. Like I'm saying, we've got a Discord of 500 bad motherfuckers, right? That's a lot of bad motherfuckers. The ripple effect of all those bad motherfuckers, that's crazy. We don't know what that could lead to. Now, the other thing is imagine if what that leads to is a generational shift. And then next generation, instead of having like one, one Peterson and one Elon Musk or whatever, you've got fucking thousands. You've got thousands. Because here's the thing, like the, someone asked me about the difference between uh, the UK and America, and I was saying one of the differences is the British have this uh, tall poppy thing, and they don't like it if you get out of your station. They don't like it if you have big ideas. They don't like it. Um, what happens if we destroy that? What happens if we're like, yeah, okay, let's entertain these big ideas. Oh, shit, let's make them happen. Hey, why not? That guy did. That guy did. That guy did. And what if people aren't eating, sh- like, poison all the time and they feel better and they feel strong and powerful so they're more able to assert themselves in the world what if people like aren't driven miserable and insane by reading and believing the news every day what if suddenly we have this like tipping point of bad motherfuckers and suddenly there's thousands of people out there actualized bad motherfuckers thousands of actualized bad motherfuckers living righteously and uh and creating their dreams creating their ideas and making those things flesh. Holy shit, dude. Holy shit. Imagine. Imagine this world. This is the, and this is the world. This is the world. That's his generation. That's what those guys are all going to be doing. Like most of, I think like, like most of them are going to be like, look, right. If you, if you come into this world, he was doing this on the train earlier, right? He's five. He's like, dad, watch me make a world. So I'm like, all right, I'll get out the iPad. He put, racks up Minecraft and he just builds a load, all these beautiful structures and then he populates them with creatures and stuff. And he just built an amazing, beautiful world in about 10 minutes, right? Now you can have tools to be able to do that sort of shit IRL, right? In the real world, people with that mentality who've just been used to just creating what's in their imagination from the age of like three, five or whatever, Holy shit, what they're going to be do to what they're going to be able to do to our world and what they're going to be able to do in the universe because we're going to space, baby. We're going to space. Oh shit. Oh shit. Hey, shouts out Zeph. Hey, Herky. Zeph's over on Instagram. Go say hi to Zeph. Uncle Zeph, my little brother. He's over there on Instagram. Over there, Herc. Look. He's over there. Look, that's his name. That's his name. Hi, Uncle Zeph. Zeph is my brother. He's a bad motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> what's that? I said what? an F word to your dad. No, my brother. Yeah, sorry about that. Hercules said earlier, I'm an F word monster. And he's, he's right. He's right. I need to curb my foul mouth. My foul mouth. I need to curb it. Ian Bears makes over on Instagram says, tall poppy is totally a thing here in New Zealand too, unfortunately. Yeah, well, we just need to get past that. And we will. And we will. And we are. We are. We are doing it. You know, so yeah, I'm very excited about that. Shouts out Giovanni De Bella says, you are seriously brilliant, Akira. Your music is the best stuff I've listened to in like a decade. You, you, you bad motherfucker. Thank you very much. I love you. Hercules. Hercules. Turn that bendy music off or play it, play it in the vocal booth. You'll get my stream taken down off YouTube. Holy cow. My gosh. Cheezonator says, Akira, I want to make a channel geared towards giving my life maximal meaning to achieve goals and uplift others to do so as well. Could you bless me with permission permission for a 10-second sample? Yeah, of course. Of course. You may use a 10-second sample on your channel about maximal meaning. And I wish you well in your channel about maximal meaning. And yeah, just go forth and be mighty. Consistency. Just start and do not stop. Do it for a year. Do it for a year and see where you are. Yeah. Carter Willis. Are we talking Crowley, Alchemy, or 
Crowley was into alchemy, yes. Um, it might be slightly different to what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the thing where basically you, 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 you change the world through your will. And you can do that through artistic suggestions or all sorts of things. But yes, yes, yes. All right, we should answer some more questions. Yes, we should. Yes, we should. Jay Wiley. Hi, Jay Wiley. Says, we are living in a radically divided cultural landscape. Both radical right and left have hijacked the commons. Do you imagine there being a radical center as a viable third way? Did your discussion with Eric Weinstein hint at how or if this is possible? If so, how do you view the meaning wave as part of creating that space? Cheers. All right, that's a big question. That is a big question. Now, one of the things that is happening now is, yes, the, uh, the radical left and the radical light, right seem to have hijacked stuff, but what's happening is they're very noisy. There's not that many of them. They're very, very noisy, and they're very, very ridiculous. They're very, very noisy and ridiculous, but their effectiveness is currently collapsing quite visibly because people are starting to be, like regular people, who realize that they're ridiculous are, are starting to, to uh, lose their fear. They were afraid for a few years. They were afraid because they've hijacked noisy areas. They've hijacked, you know, mainstream newspapers. They've hijacked The Guardian. They've hijacked Twitter or whatever, you know, but, but they're, they're very much a minority and their ridiculousness is there for all to see. So their power is fading. Their power is fading. And what's happening also at the same time is People are getting smarter really fast. People are getting smarter really fast because people are educating themselves via these radical mediums of long-form conversational podcasts and instructional YouTube videos and so on and so forth. So people, people's natural appetites for knowledge uh, are, uh, are increasing and they're being provided for uh, via this vast new world of cool shit. It's like, you know, we were sat there yesterday watching Peter Thiel talking to Dave Rubin. And last, you know, last week we were watching Elon Musk talking to Joe Rogan. And like, do you know how many people listen to Joe Rogan? Like, it's a lot. It's, it's millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people listen to each episode every week. Now, each individual episode just on YouTube will get 500,000 to however many million. That's just on YouTube. YouTube isn't where he's biggest. He's biggest as a, as a podcast. Millions of people. Millions and millions and millions, okay? So, uh, yeah, the effects of this are huge. And, and stuff like Meaning Wave, Meaning Wave, we're very early in this thing. We're very early in the, uh, the genesis of this, this form. And... Uh, yeah, it's going to get way, 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 way bigger in the effects of, of that. And of, all of this is going to get way, way bigger. The key takeaway from what Peterson was talking about in the past few months for me is, is the, uh, the idea that we are smarter, we are way smarter than we thought or than they made us think. You know, for years and years and years, the meme was, oh, people are getting stupider, attention spans are shrinking, people are dumb, they can only, like, take in, like, eight seconds, eight minutes, between advertising break MTV segments or whatever. This was not true. It's just that we were being fed that and we didn't have, have an alternative. The second we have an alternative, in fucking millions and millions and millions, we go for the alternative. Now we want to sit down and listen to some smart motherfucker talk about some smart motherfucker shit for two hours. Then we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to go on to another thing which like expands on that thing. And we're going to keep moving and we're going to keep growing. That's what the fuck is happening. Uh, the, the whole left-right thing, that I think is a misnomer. And I think that is collapsing. And I've personally never... Uh, affiliated with the left or right myself. I, I, I like to say Francis's thing, that line, I'm not left or right wing, I'm the middle finger. I like that. But rather than being a middle finger, I'm like, I'm a hug or a kiss, I would say. And love is the answer. Love is the answer. So there. Uh, Jack McKee says, what's the secret to your insane productivity? Specifically, one thing I struggle with in terms of productivity is starting numerous projects and not juggling them successfully. How do you deal with this? You say you have many different albums coming soon. Does this mean you're working on all of them? It's a good question. I answer, you know, it's a good question. The, okay. Yeah. 
uh, what I do is I say, okay, I'm, here's all these projects I'm working on, and I, and I make a schedule. I say, all right, I'm going to work on that on Monday, that on Tuesday, that on Wednesday, and, I, and they boom. I go, okay, yesterday, you know, it was yesterday was get uh, the Musk thing done. Boom, get that Musk thing done. Boom, do that music video. I did it. Boom, now I'm doing this. Now I'm doing that. You just make a schedule. You got to stick to it. You got to you got to uh, set deadlines and release dates and stick to them. And sometimes you move, slip slip up a bit. But you just have to allow. You have to be be uh, not hard on yourself. Firm. You have to be firm with yourself. You have to set a deadline and stick to it. That's what you have to do. And you have to keep moving. Keep moving. Finish project. Move on. Each time you do a new project, you'll learn something. You'll grow. You'll get better. So you just have to keep doing that. You have to put. You have to set set your target or set your thing that you want to achieve. Set a harsh fucking deadline. Stick to it. Just stick to it. And you have to just keep moving. Keep moving like a shark. Keep moving like a shark. Don't fucking sleep. Keep moving. All right, just keep moving. As long as you keep moving, you'll keep improving. You'll keep going forward. The second you stop, like sometimes it's hard to get going again. So don't stop. Don't stop. What's up, Hercules? Um, I spelled Bendy on the uh, store, and I saw a Bendy game that I watched um, those crappy YouTubers play, and um, I need to delete some stuff off. I need to update it or do your password something. Ah, yes. Well, we'll deal with that in a little bit. Why don't you play with some Lego right now? And then we'll... Yeah? yeah. We'll do that? Yeah. Okay. So after your podcast... Yeah, after the podcast, we'll deal... Help, we'll, I will help you with that whole situation. Yes. Right now, you play some Lego. And when you help me with that after, you're, me and you are going to make that bendy wrap. We'll make that bendy wrap, exactly. That's what we'll do. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. 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 Carl Wiggum says, Meaning Wave will only advance into its later stages if there are other artists to take the torch and run with it. Do you know of anyone creating something similar? No. No. But like I said, we're early. We're early. We're so early. This is so the beginning. All right. So, you know, uh, something's going to blow, like really blow, like on a, like, you know, international number one smash hit level. And then loads of people will copy it. And then there'll be like a million people doing it. And uh, yeah. That's where we are. So that's cool. Thomas Smith says, dang it, I was caught up in my work and I'm late. Now, baby, you're right on time. You're right on time. Welcome, Tomas. Welcome. You're bang on time. Yo, 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 yo. Valifard, aka Bork, says, yo, Lord of Clouds. Any words of wisdom for a European after Article 11 and 13? Uh, <laughs> man, man. I don't know enough about that to fully comment. As far as I'm aware... This is some legislation passed by the EU that means anyone within the EU, it's much more difficult to, uh, basically fair use is not going to work anymore and it's going to be difficult for you to make uh, content in the way you did before. Is that correct? I believe that's true. I find it interesting that loads of people who were like disgusted at the idea of leaving the EU are being screwed by this. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I left the UK. I left Europe, I came here, I came to America. The writing was on the wall for me. You know, the UK is like a goddamn crazed meme right now. I saw a poster last week, like Yorkshire police, and it's all like, it's like asking people to snitch on people for hate crimes, and it's like, oh yeah, it's not just, uh, you know, physical harm or whatever. It could be a mean word. It could be a social media post, da-da-da-da-da. It's like the most Orwellian thing. And Orwellian is such a cliche at this point. But the UK really has become an, a nightmare Orwellian state. It's mental. It's mental. And I just couldn't imagine being there now. And shout out to everyone there that is, and shout out to everyone that's slogging bravely through the dystopic nightmare of modern Britain. But holy shit, I feel for you guys. I really do. I really do. Uh, yeah, what, what, what should you do? I don't know, leave? Or, uh, or refuse en masse to comply? Refuse en masse to comply. Shit, man, I don't know. I feel for you. Egon Toxies happy, says, happy birthday to your wife and congrats for your channel's success. Thank you very much. We hit 25K subs this week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. That was cool. We out here and we're nearly on 26. We're just fucking racing forward. Racing forward. You know, in February, we were just this like little channel with like 4,000 subs. And then I was like, holy shit, what would happen if I became hyperproductive? What would happen if I set ridiculous goals and then stuck to them? 
What would happen if I, if I entered flow state and refused to leave? What would happen? Well, this is what happens, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happens. Explosive growth and amazing content and an incredible community of bad motherfuckers who inspire me every day and seem to inspire each other every day. Holy shit, you bad motherfuckers. Bonjour, Lucas, over on the uh, Instagram. Bonjour, Mr. Andrews. Bonjour, all you guys. Bonjour, the 70 people watching on Instagram, on uh, YouTube, you bad motherfuckers. Uh, were you a raver back in the day? Says MR2 Dave. Where were you in 92? Uh, I was in Penmon in North Wales. I was a tiny little boy. And uh, they used to have raves in a quarry by my house. I lived in, uh, in a bit of Wales, like by the sea, very desolate. There was maybe four people lived within a five-mile radius. You used to go to eat with Nine and Tide. Yeah, Nine and Tide is Welsh for grandmother and grandfather. Yeah, well, that's where Daddy used to live when he was a little boy. And uh, they used to have raves there in this abandoned quarry that the military blew up. And they would put a giant boulder in the road with a tractor so that the police couldn't get down and disturb them. And sometimes I used to sneak out in the middle of the night and go down there and hang out with the ravers and like hide in bushes and stuff and, and check what was going on. So yeah, as a, when I was a tiny little boy, I, I was into that shit. And um, when I was 14, I went to my first club night and that was a rave. I, I remember the DJ actually shouting, whistle posse, make some noise. And everyone blew their whistles. They blew their whistles. And it was so sweaty, when I got in there, my glasses steamed up. Was that Hercules? Yeah, I was a kid. Like you. I was a kid once, just like you. Just like you, but not as good at Minecraft, because Minecraft didn't exist. So that's what was up. Yeah, but when you, talk, when you were like the age... If you're going to talk, come and talk into the mic. When you were like, when you were like the age when you were before a grown up, that's like when you, you both, you and Mum started playing Minecraft. No, there was no Minecraft. Really? No Minecraft. Seriously? No Minecraft. But when you were, yeah, when so, but one time when you were a kid at some point, but really far away. Yeah. What? Um, you you both you sneak up stairs and play Minecraft. No, you... there was no Minecraft. Really? You can't get the... You can't... Hercules cannot envisage a world without Minecraft. It literally didn't exist, Herc. We had, we had Lego. Uh, we had cassettes. Like, we didn't, you did, we didn't have an iPad. We couldn't just say, summon the music we wanted right now. We had cassettes. I used to have to, like, sit there next to the radio with my two fingers on these two buttons, hoping it would play this one song I'd like so I could record that and listen to it ever again in my life. Yo, it's a different world. You, you, you have no idea, son. Yeah, but one time you told me that you played Minecraft at bed, sneakily. Yeah, I played Minecraft one time when I was like twenty-six. Oh yeah, with mom sneakily. My mom um fell asleep. When mom fell asleep. Yeah, mom fell asleep, and I stayed up playing Minecraft on the projector all night. That did happen once. Yes. Yeah, and after that, you were like so bored that you threw the your your TV out the window. That was a different time. That, I did throw my TV out the window in 2003 because I realized it was evil and disgusting. And then I got a projector. And then I just streamed stuff. Well, I downloaded stuff off the internet and watched that, like movies. And I played, played Vice City Yeah, and on a projector. Yeah. yeah, and then in a long time, you bought Minecraft and my mom fell asleep all the time. Yes. <laughs> and sneakily played it. Yes. And when your mom came up, you were like, ah! Yes, And then exactly. you kept playing and playing and playing. Uh, Tanith first on the Discord says, Hey, Akira, could you make the wave into like an hour loop? I mean, technically I could. A few people have asked this. A few people are like, could you make such and such and just upload it as an hour loop? I wonder if there really is an appetite for this. Please let me know if people really, really actually want me to do hour-long loops of certain tracks. Do let me know. Go on the Discord, let me know. Go on the Patreon, let me know. Geo, Slayer of Normies. Yeah, <laughs> what a great name says, I've had the idea for the past few days about a type of horror wave, sort of dark wave with a classic Akira spin. Maybe do some sampling of audiobooks like Lovecraft and Poe. Just an idea, though. You normally keep things on a positive, but maybe for Halloween, twist things up. Yo, guess what? That's what we're doing with uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine. That's what this Bendy wave is. Hey, Herc. Yeah? Someone asked for a horror wave. Yeah? Yeah. We're going to make one today. Maybe say. We're going to make one today. Yeah, we're on that, baby. We're on that. We're on that. We're going to ride that horror wave. All right, yo, get back in that booth and shut that door, please. I don't want to be listening to that noise. Uh, make me something cool in Lego, please. I want a cool structure. Thank you. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Yo, we got 10 minutes left. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got 10 minutes left. 
the Instagram is is going to die. Uh, my battery is about to run out, and I haven't got it plugged in. But uh, big up everyone who was over here. I love you guys, you cuties, you cuties, you cuties. Mike Fenos says, "Let's not be cheap. Make it a ten-hour loop." <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Go over to do us a favor. Get over the Discord and uh, vote. Discuss. Say what you're. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make one track into a ten-hour loop. Go over there and tell me what song you want to be a ten-hour loop. All right. Go over. The, go over Discord. Go over to Patreon. Let it be known. Synapsion says in your recent discussion with Jordan Greenhall and Rebel Wisdom. Oh yeah, if you guys didn't see that, check that out. That was sick. Uh, there's another one of those coming. Me and Jordan Greenhall like sat down for like six hours talking about shit. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Synapsion says in your mention. Yeah, your discussion with Jordan Greenhall. You mentioned cycles of seven years. Could you elaborate on these cycles? Yeah, sure. Culture. I've talked about this before. But anyway, yeah, culture, culture go, moves in seven-year cycles, and I've been observing this my whole life. And culture, what it does is it swings every seven years from psychedelic to punk. It swings from nihilism to optimism, uh, from chaos to order. It's, it's very observable. It's an observable thing. I observed around the time we mentioned the rave era, that was uh, th- that was a psychedelic era, and then that swung, and everyone's you know everyone's taking pills and acid and the color ever the clothes were all colorful, and then that swung to Britpop, and Britpop everyone was was doing speed and cocaine and sort of dressing smart and and it was kind of rather nihilist and uh, and. Uh, Everyone kind of, it went from everyone being all sort of, you know, mixing dance music and rap and all these different, like, uh, diverse cultures making kind of hippy trippy stuff. That went to this really sort of uh, straight, kind of speed, coke-fueled, uh, conservative sort of a, a, a movement. And then it swung back again. The most recent one was uh, the peak of sort of Odd Future and all that sort of stuff in rap and tie-dye t-shirts and everyone doing uh, mushrooms and Molly and so on and so forth. Then that swung and everyone conspiracy culture was all about aliens. And then that swung back the other way and conspiracy culture suddenly became concerned with Islam, and feminism and things of that nature. And people started wearing black and trousers got tighter and, and the music became more rigid and everyone, the drugs within rap went to Xanax and, and, uh, and coke and stuff and uh and now it's it's going back again it's going back again the other way it just happens you can you could go out there and map it and it always starts from the underground the underground starts going psychedelic as a reaction to the mainstream going nihilist because it's always the thing it's like all right well if though if the mainstream's doing this then then the the sort of people who create the underground are going to do the opposite so that literally happens every seven years and it and it permeates everything it permeates uh fiction it permeates what TV shows are on. You know, politics is downstream from culture, so it permeates politics. Obviously, the politics of the past seven years or so have got increasingly more sort of like dark and nihilist and uh, and, uh, and and concerned with sort of like uh, material shit. But like ideas within politics are now starting to look out to space again. We're starting to look out again. Look, I've been predicting this for a while, but like I said that this summer would be the summer in which the new psychedelic renaissance sort of kicked off from the underground. And we've seen that in music. Uh, We've seen that. Go look at Adam22's channel. He's a guy who's very in touch with the underground. Anything, the underground is always visible from what he's looking at. The underground, from his point of view, is suddenly trippy. Uh, Elon Musk is on, is on Joe Rogan talking about looking into space again. You know, like, this is happening. It's happening. It's very exciting. Meanwhile, mainstream, this, this summer, the mainstream is at peak nihilism. Peak nihilist, miserable derangement, uh, and it's very, it's very visible. Anyway, yeah, so that's what that is. I hope that, hope that helps. And actually, I'll be interested, you know, if you want to guys want to do this in, in the Discord, if you want to, like, look at this and, like, map it out and try and make a map and go, okay, oh, yeah, that comic came out that year or that movie came out that year and that sort of thing, and see if you can get an actual visual representation of it going. Because, you know, it could be, could be, could be, um, what do you call it? Confirmation bias. Could be because I'm looking for it. I'm seeing it. 
could be that. I could be completely wrong on this, but I don't believe I am. I believe I'm correct because I've been predict. I've been sort of doing this, predicting this for a long time. Anyway, yes, yeah. Yeah. Fen here says, one of my fears of having kids is destroying my hearing ability and sanity by overexposure to kids' tunes. You have a nice kid and also managed to bang out dope beats. I was wondering how you manage this. Does Hercules have a decent taste in music or do you have to firewall your brain? You mentioned treating kids just as though they were normal human beings. So it leads me to wonder whether this kid's music market is a consequence of people not doing that. And if they would be just as happy with Meaning Wave or other or any other perceived adult genre. Well, Hercules, when he was smaller, he used to listen to uh, rap music and K-pop and stuff when he was really little, like one, two. He liked, uh, yeah, a lot of the same stuff I did. (laughs) Recently, he's really been developing his own music taste. And his own music taste is not kids' music. It's weird stuff he's found on the internet. And it's a lot of, he's right now just listening to a lot of songs that are about Bendy and the Ink Machine, the video game specifically. And the genres of music is like a weird mix of like nightcore and kind of a post a post dubstep, like large snared dance pop and um, electro swing influence stuff and a kind of like turbo electro show tune genre that I didn't even know exist. It's like the sort of the way that show tunes are constructed and sung, but the musical bed is a cross between electro and a trap and a dubstep snare. It's just the big snare, like an electro dubstep snare. And he's just really into all this stuff. And he and he uh, and he plays it all the time. And he dances around to it. And he keeps finding more things in that kind of world. So yeah, he's not into. He's never been into any kind of kids music. I've you know like. You know, like traditional Barney and the Dinosaur Kids music or whatever. But he likes his own thing that's different to what I like. It's very different to what I like. And it's cool, man. It's dope. I'm like, you know, he's inspiring me. I'm learning new shit from him. And we're going to make a wave together. So we'll see how that turns out. We'll see what you think of it. But yeah, the main thing is with Hercules, I've always just spoken to him like I'd speak to anyone else. I've never spoke down to him. I don't speak down to children. Like I don't sort of try and like change the way I am to fit around the way I think they might be. I'm just honest with them. And maybe I'll slow down a bit. Maybe I'll enunciate things a bit more maybe, but that's it. And uh, that, that, that means I have a great relationship with kids. Uh, I always have. And, uh, and yeah, I have a great relationship with my own kid. So yeah, hope that helps. Uh, is it possible to buy Meaning Wave shirts online? Giovanni De Bella. Yeah, it is. Link is in the description. AkiraTheDawn.com slash store. We have a wonderful online store. And you can buy loads of dope stuff. And like, yeah, it'll usually ship to you within the week. And uh, yeah, like, oh yeah, I'm wearing one. I'm wearing my own merch. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, crap. we got to get out of here very soon. couple of minutes left. couple of minutes left. Hendrik R. says, Hey, Akira, your work is amazing. What is your opinion on the track Shelter by Porter Robinson? Uh, which one's that? I really like Porter Robinson. I really like Porter. I'm sometimes bad at remembering names of songs, but I really like Porter Robinson. Porter Robinson makes a really peak wave kind of music. It's a really like, glorious, joyful, vast turbocharged ultra emotional one of my favorite bits of music is a uh, kid which is spelled k question mark d did a remix of a porter robinson song i forget now what the name of it is let me just check kid. Porter robinson. which one was it? it oh yeah it was sad machine kids remix of sad machine i play that in the club a lot it's just fucking just mentally joyful mentally glorious uh, so yeah, let me, I don't know which song that is you're referring to, but I love Porter Robinson. He's wonderful. Yeah. He's very good from my view. Synapsian says, A-K-I-R-A looks like a techno caveman. Yo, <laughs> what the hell? How dare you? Thank you. I appreciate you. AMW says, I find your work very useful to get through the day and genuinely love it. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you. Bless your soul. Bless your soul. Martin Backer says, do you know Mr. Green? You mean Mr. Green, the rapper? I know that's Professor Green. Do you mean Mr. Green, the producer? I mean, I don't know him personally, but I'm aware of he makes some really good beats. He was doing this series of stuff where he was going out and just like sampling people, slamming car doors and turning it into beats. That was cool. That was dope. Uh, How are we doing on the questions? I've answered most of them, I think. Uh, Smithing the narrative. What's the typical process like to be sure you can reuse something for mixes? 
going through is that and the like going through YouTube licenses, email correspondence, or is there more to it? Oh God, there's a whole load of shit to it. You know, the reason uh, JRE Wave isn't on on Spotify is because I haven't got his permission. Uh, I've not yet been in touch with him. I like I sent an email through the website. I don't know if he got it. <laughs> so yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Synapsian says it seems like you're creating waves like Poseidon, Olympian go to the oceans. But are you taking any downtime to relax, have fun, and ride the waves? Well, you know, it's very fun doing it. It's very fun making this stuff. I really do enjoy it. And uh, you know, right now it's my wife's birthday. We're we're gonna she's gonna come down I'm here. Yeah, we're going to hang out. You know, we're going to go for dinner. Oh, Hercules is here to show you his Bendy in the Ink Machine satchel backpack. It's very beautiful. If you're listening to this on the podcast, Bendy, he uh, he looks a bit like Felix the Cat from the 20s animation, that like rubber hose animation style. It's a very, very cool design. It's a very cool design. Anyway, yeah, you know, um, I haven't taken a holiday since uh, I think the last one was our honeymoon. It's like eight years ago. You know, the only time the only time I take off is if I get sick. If I get sick, then I, and that's basically my body saying, "Take some time off, you fuck." So then, I, then I'll stop for for you know a few hours, <laughs> and then I usually have a great idea or seven. But uh, yeah, I don't take a huge amount of downtime. Maybe an hour here or there. Maybe an hour here or there. You know, hang out with my family. You know. Uh, yeah, what do we, Sunday, Sunday, I took three hours off. We watched Revolver. There you go. We watched Revolver and, uh, and, and, and kick back. Hey, what's up, Hercules? No, I don't want one of these weird biscuits you're presenting me, but you enjoy that. Enjoy that. I hope you do. Uh, Sir Peppers, my, uh, my brother, my brother. Sir Peppers uh, puts these questions together for me. It's very helpful. Thank you. Says, first Kanye, then Elon. Now Norm, who's next? What's up with these journo nobodies trying to scold the technological and cultural titans of our time? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, there was Twitter yesterday. Was it yesterday? An outrage mob went at Norm MacDonald for a daring to suggest in an interview that, you know, forgiveness. We might perhaps want to forgive people occasionally and that uh, maybe there are gray areas. And maybe that we should be having more nuanced conversations about things like Me Too, etc. And everyone went, not everyone, not everyone, not everyone. That was a slip of me. A number of people, I would say a, a tiny percentage, a tiny minority of, of noisy, self-righteous fuckwits uh, went off at him on Twitter. And, you know, there's a bunch of those in journalist land. and They all write articles like, why it's time to cancel Norm, cancel Norm. Why Norm is trash. Why norm is human garbage. But yo, man, these, these people, these, these lames. What's, okay, in answer to the question, uh, what's with these journo nobodies trying to scold the technological and cultural titans of our, titans of our time? You know, they're, uh, they're afraid. They're threatened. Their hold on the culture is dissipating in front of their very eyes. It's all crumbling. And, and they're just screaming to their converted, rabid, you know, the people who agree with them, who go, yeah, you're right, cancel the, these people are trash. Whatever, man, they're losers. They're losers. What have you done for the culture, you fuck? What have you done? What have you done apart from go on Twitter and bitch and moan? What have you done apart from write some bitchy, moany article to advance the species? What have you done? What have you done? You've done nothing. All you've done is poison the atmosphere, you fucking scum. You fuckwit scum. How dare you? How dare you? You are here, this like... You, these, your ancestors went through all this misery and horror so you could be here at the peak of human recorded civilization with every to opportunity. Not to my fans, no. Sorry, Hercules, you're right. I'll, I'll throw down my language. But yo, your ancestors went through everything they went through so you could be here at the peak of recorded human civilization with every opportunity, with every opportunity. This, this thing here, this miracle, this miracle, there is more power in this than, than the thing that put us in orbit. Like, how dare you bitch and moan on Twitter? How dare you when you have this potential and your ancestors died in agony, in screaming agony, so that you could get squirted out and sit here bitching? You fucking, oh, oh. You embarrassment. You embarrassment. Daddy. How dare you? Sorry, Hercules. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, you know, oh, man, any any bit of time I spend thinking about those losers, though, is wasted time. I could have been, I could have been making something useful that's going to help us, that's going to help us move forward into space, you know? That's what I could have been doing. So that's why I don't get involved in beef on Twitter. I don't get involved in arguments online. I haven't had an argument online since, like, 2003. I, like, that shit is below me. Those people are below me. I am concerned with other stuff. I live in the future. All right, I'm living in the future. And there's a bunch of us out here in the future, man. Elon's in the future. Like, you know, we're in the future. And you guys are here in the future with us because that's why you're here. That's how we can communicate so well. Like, if you was in the past, we wouldn't be talking right now. We're in the future. All right. And uh, I'm proud of us. It's a beautiful fucking thing. It's a beautiful time to be alive. So, uh, yeah, join the Discord. The link is in the bio. Join the Patreon. The link is in the description. All right. Come hang out. We're, we're here. We're, we're actively taking control of our lives, of our destiny, and we're going to fucking space, baby. We're going to fucking space, all right? Space. Uh, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you for being here. I'm going to go off and uh, hang out with my wife and my son now. Uh, come in. Someone knocked. Hercules, someone knocked. Someone's at the door. Anyway, yeah. Thank you for being here. R.I.P. Mac Miller. Be kind, be powerful, be the best you you can be. We don't have any trash. I just took out all the trash live. The trash is gone. <laughs> all right, peace out, you bad motherfuckers. We'll be back next week.